Hey guys, just before we start, we want to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. was that actually i loved it hi guys and welcome Actually, I loved it. 2021 edition. Hello. Hi. Oh my gosh. Hi. What How are you? Oh my god, it's been such a long time. Oh my god, you got a new haircut. Uh, oh my god, so did you. Ah. And this, if you aren't already aware, and I mean, why aren't you aware? Um, catch up, <laughs> please. Uh, is the podcast where we watch movies that wider society has deemed bad shit out yep pretty shit and we (laughs) little archaeologists we dive in we ferret around and we find the diamonds in the rough the good parts yeah I feel like that's a pretty good summary um yeah we're essentially we're essentially little rat babies burrowing in for some some of the good chunky meat yeah yeah that's fair (laughs) yeah we are ferreting around the rotted (laughs) carcass of of movies (laughs) And trying to find the good bit. Um, well, oh. I, <laughs> my name is uh, Katie Nethercote and I am your blue themed host today. Uh, I wear glasses and I'm intelligent and that's what that means. Oh, I had no idea where you're going with that. So thank you for, uh, <laughs> for clarifying. I am your other host, Kayla Hamill, and I am also wearing glasses. So <laughs> am I also blue? I think I think in the world of the I know who killed me spoiler the film we're discussing today I think we're both oh, okay. the blue. <laughs> I have uh, already forgotten this movie. <laughs> Fucking blue and red. Neither of us I think fully fills the red, and I actually I think that's a failing on our part. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Truly, we we weren't uh, ready. We for, weren't for this ready. Jelly. No. Hi uh, uh, Should we crack into it? Please, let's crack in. Let's open up the skull of this movie. (laughs) Bit rough, sorry. Uh, So uh, I chose the first movie of the year, the Mm -hmm. 2007 uh, classic, and I did put pretty strong uh, air quotes around that. I Know Who Killed Me. It's directed by Chris Siverton. Siverston? Oh, my God, I don't even know how to say that. Siverston. Yeah, Sivo. Ziver. Uh, it was written by Jeff Hammond and it stars Lindsay Lohan, Julia Ormond, Neil McDonough and Brian Geraghty. Uh, here is a little summary that I prepared earlier. Please. Aubrey Fleming is just a blue girl living in a small town with big dreams of becoming a writer. Unfortunately for her, the world has other plans when she is seemingly abducted by a serial killer with a real thing for hand stuff. However, Aubrey is quickly found mutilated and disoriented disorientated insisting that she is red girl exotic dancer named dakota moss is dakota telling the truth is aubrey still out there or is this all a delusion caused by her trauma i can't read the word delusion aloud without thinking of uh our pats in that netflix movie have you seen it I don't think so. Oh my so. god, he just plays a preacher and he just screams, Delusion! Oh my god. It's everything. What is it called? What is the movie called? God, I don't remember. Tom Holland's in it as well. It's like... Oh my god, Tom. Yeah, I know. Little baby Tom. <laughs> Little cutie. Um, but worth it for creepy priest Arpats screaming, Delusion! Yeah. Well, very good. I'll get on to that. Um, that's a little plot summary. Thank you. I, I did need that. I needed a lot of clarification because one of my first notes was, Katie, can you explain what <laughs> happened? I don't actually um, know if I'm capable of explaining 
mm. what happened, but we'll mm. we'll get through. Um, yeah. We normally go straight to the critics' thoughts here, but I actually felt like I was on the IMDb page and I I found out some trivia and the Imbada the Imbada page. Imbada. Uh, yeah. And I felt like maybe we would enjoy a little bit of trivia before we go into the critics. Oh my god, I love trivia. I'm very bad at it, but um, I love it. So just heads up for anyone uh, who hasn't seen the movie or has plans to see the movie. We're going full spoilers from here on out. Yeah, oh so, my god, don't. Don't, oh my god. don't worry about it, y'all. I mean, I don't know anyone who's planning on seeing it, but in case you are, this is the point to go away, leave it, because we will be talking endgame of the film. All right. Yeah. So I have three fun facts for you. Mm-hmm. Ah, fun. Who knows? Number one, the movie won eight Razzies. Which eight like, Razzies? Yeah. <laughs> so Wait. like cleaned up so this is the anti-oscars uh that's remember right remember yeah. catwoman had won a few razzies yeah 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 i know who killed me won eight which i believe was a record until jack and jill came out fucking hell uh fact number two yeah <laughs> the original ending revealed that the characters aubrey and dakota were not real and that the entire film was simply an unnamed college student script also played by Lindsay Lohan in a purple shirt. This entry after test audiences found it too predictable. Trey Lindsay! Oh my god! They did the princess switch switch again before that was even a thing. They knew that it was better to have three. And those cowards those cowards in the test audience, man. They robbed us. Um, And then my final piece of trivia I enjoy just because a human being wrote this out and uploaded it to the. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is the fun fact. Yeah. Blue objects are dominant throughout the runtime of the picture, as the color represents Aubrey's personality. In the first 35 minutes alone, we see Aubrey's dark blue shirt, along with her blue dress, blue gloves, a blue pill, blue football uniforms, football fans wearing blue sports shirts and blue body paint, Douglas Norquist's blue ring, a blue mouth gag, a blue laptop bag, a blue cat collar, Aubrey's blue Lexus car, Douglas's blue car, blue tools of torture, a blue solution poured on her hand, blue everything in an operating room, a blue hospital gown, a blue iPod, a blue candy jar, blue roses, a blue pen with blue ink, a blue backpack, a blue photo album, foggy blue glasses, with red graffiti at a bus stop, blue bus seats, a blue uniform for the gardener, blue font on the missing posters, a blue lamp, a blue candle, a blue folder, blue walls in a classroom, a blue morgue, blue hospital walls, and even some characters have blue eyes. Jesus! That's just the first 35 minutes, though. What is... It's blue! We get it! Alright, let me that's Oh yeah. my god, that was that made that like brought back all of the horrible <laughs> memories of me watching the movie. Horrible memories? I thought you But we'll, find, we'll find out your say, opinion in a I'm, minute. Yeah, we'll so find out that's, your opinion in a minute. That's somebody else's opinion. Let's just uh I'll just quickly whiz through the critics here. Uh, I think you know what they're gonna say. Uh so Steve Davis from the Austin Chronicle, a gruesome whodunit that's missing more than a fr- few brain cells. Uh, Lee Monson from Birth Movies Death If you haven't seen it and like things that are terrible What you have here is a goldmine of bad creative decisions That culminate in one of the most baffling cinematic experiences of the 2000s Oh my god And Cynthia Fuchs says It's possible the movie seemed to Lohan and or her handlers A means to transition from her Disney movies into adult fare it's also possible that no one read a script. <laughs> Either or, it gone down fucked up. Who knows? Um, but we, as we always say, the critics don't know everything. Yeah, we fuck want to hear from the people, the real vibe. So this is from the Rotten Tomatoes um, audience reviews. Uh, yeah. This person, they just go by their initials ROT. Um, and they Ooh. said, I know, and they said, I'm so old. I remember when Lilo was an up and coming star. And let me tell you, it was a long time before this turd floated to the surface. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds like something my mum would say. Oh my God. Also the like the bringing back of Lilo. Lilo. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Lilo. Um, and then this is the final one. Gordon B said, it's not even misogynist in an interesting way. 
<laughs> the movie is so bent in torturing, bleeding out, and overtly sexualizing its female lead that the plot just becomes an excuse to show as much of Lindsay Lohan's naked and abused body as possible. I love that when it's boring misogyny. I know. It's the worst. <laughs> Not even the interesting worst. misogyny. Make it interesting. Pick it up, Come people. On. <laughs> Get it together. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kayla, what did you? What did you think? Uh, Get <laughs> um, Some might say mm-hmm. I actually I loved it. Oh! Oh, did you? Yeah. All right. All some, right. some, some might you? say. Some might be of the opinion, <laughs> and they might. Some people might think mm. out, out. They might. The words might come out of their mouth. Actually, I loved it. Some people. Okay. And I could be one of those. people. You could be one of those people. It's a bit of a mystery. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> much like this movie is a bit of a mystery, so I'm. I'm not going to tell you how I feel until the very end. Oh, okay. Would you want to walk us through uh, some potential evidence here to back up your maybe claim? Okay, so because I've got a lot of mixed feelings, Mm. which which adds to the mystery of whether I actually loved this or not. Okay. (laughs) I have written... I don't know if this, like, I don't know what this means, but I am constantly getting Lindsay Lohan and Chappelle Corby mixed up. <laughs> and because <laughs> they kind of look the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. And so every now and then I'd be watching the film and be like, oh, God, oh, Chappelle, you've been through it all. And then I'd have to remind myself that it was, it was Lindsay Lohan. I mean, Lindsay's who, been through a lot as well. Lindsay's been through a lot. I think both of these women have been through a lot. <laughs> and you could put Chappelle in this movie or you could put Lindsay in this movie and it would still work. I add a little bit of context for you. I was looking Please. up, uh, obviously, when I was on the trivia page. Yeah. And I found out a little bit heartbreakingly, this is the movie that Lindsay Lohan was filming while she was checked into rehab. Oh, so she yeah. was filming on set and then going back to the facility in the evening. So this is like right in that point where the world stopped looking at her as like cherished, beautiful child star that we're holding up and started going, yeah. oh, actually, actually, we don't love you anymore. Lindsay. Lindsay, that's not how we want a young woman to behave. Lindsay, that's not how Chappelle would behave. <laughs> Sure. So, yeah, that know. too. That too. Um, that's. I was thinking that because yeah. um, I was watching it with my housemates, and they were um, we were asking about like when did this come out? I wonder if it was sort of around the time of 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 that that incident, or I was thinking was it around the time of when she released her album, um, Confessions of a? Do you remember her album? Oh my God. It's like. Is that the one that has daughter to father? Because that's like, oh my god, I love it. I don't know you, but I still want to. Yes, so angsty. I just, I, oh my god, doesn't it? It just, uh, it does something to my body. Yeah, uh, listening to that song. But yeah, I was thinking, it did seem like Lindsay was a bit loose. Yeah, on this. Like, in terms of saying, yes, I'll do this movie. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. You know what I mean? And good fucking on her. Yeah, definitely. Like How intense is that? Like, going back, like, doing work in the day and then going back to rehab? I know. Jesus. I know. Can you imagine? Uh, so, pro- obviously, can't. we're starting with props to Lilo. Props to Lilo. We love ya. Obviously. We love that of, 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 obvi. Obvi. We love that you um, grew up uh, and made another movie about twins. Like, I'm all for Oh, my for God. That. I All I'm I ever want is that. her in a dual role as identical twins. Every goddamn time. Anytime Every she shows up, time. I'm like, all right, where, where is the identical twin? When are they going to arrive? What's Still, happening? Yeah, where are they? Now, I know that I do this a lot. Mm. I think I've done it in nearly every um, <laughs> every episode. Mm, mm. 
where I I know that I, I like to sort of take characters from other movies that the same actors are in mm. um, and link them somehow. Incredible. Yeah, please walk me through it. But how fun is it? Like It's so fun. <laughs> like it, when you're thinking, if you think about it, like where are the twins from Parent Trap now? Yeah. <laughs> and now we know. Now we know. We know now. That it's not necessarily a happy ending. No, life is not all gumdrops and roses. It's life like, is complicated. Life is complicated. Life isn't about like playing tricks on an evil stepmom. Oh my god. Or finding your out you have a twin who's super rich <laughs> and like coming up with cool fucking handshakes <laughs> and deceiving your parents. No. Life is sometimes about Blue and red. Yeah, and sometimes purple. And sometimes in the alternate purple. <laughs> Put those together, you get purple. You do. Do you actually? Is red and blue purple? Yeah. 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 Oh my god, they're so clever. Oh my god, the symbolism. The symbolism. Can we um? Can we talk about? Can we talk about um? that by the way like absolutely i want to know all of your thoughts on the symbolism the color theory uh for anyone who hasn't seen the movie uh it has a very strong visual motif yeah um of pretty much everything is desaturated and all of the blues and reds are like just pop aggressively in your face and they are like a student film style very strongly allocated to a character so mm. Aubrey, good girl, you can tell she's a smart one because she's wearing glasses. Yeah. She is blue. And then Dabba uh, Dabba Dakota the Exotic Dancer is coded red mm. with all of the wonderful connotations that come with that. <laughs> what do you mean the wonderful connotations, Katie? Well, and you're the one who's uh, openly professor for this film. So why don't you walk us through a bit of the uh, the symbolism and what it meant to you? Well, what it meant to me was the first 35 minutes of the movie, I was saying, why is everything blue? Because <laughs> I didn't quite get it. Yeah. <laughs> because I was um, not focusing a whole lot hmm. on anything deeper. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't trying to find any sort of deeper motivation, deeper symbolism for this movie because <laughs> there isn't any. <laughs> there isn't any. And I thought, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he got her a blue rose. Cool. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, okay. That's another blue thing. Oh, the gloves. Like I I was <laughs> trying to piece it together as it, as it went, as it went on. Mm. And I couldn't. Like, I still didn't get what the fuck was happening until the very end when when Lindsay herself was the one to figure it out for us. Yes. Even though she had no context clues. Like, she was just like, aha, I have pulled this out of nothing. There is and a picture of us on the beach at separate points in our life and I am wearing red and she mm. is wearing blue. And just, ah, oh man, like I, I thought, you know, in terms of the the coloring, mm. I thought maybe they just used blue, so that when she woke up in hostable, she, hostable. <laughs> oh my god! So sorry. I'm getting <laughs> at my other work. <gasps> I I am a clown, <laughs> uh, and so I say dumb things and I say hospital like hostable <laughs> and I hate myself I think we should bring um, that here as well let's bring so she hostable wakes up back in hostable. so she wakes up in hostable and I thought the only reason they used blue hmm. was because they wanted her to be scared of um the nursing staff and the doctors <laughs> but then it kept going and I was like well fuck me for trying to find something <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I I don't know if how I so I hired it off I think YouTube or something to watch it. Right. Yeah. And looking at the poster, it was like there's two versions of Lindsay. Mm. One of them is all blue and the other one is all red. <laughs> and my, just... that's the information my brain had going in and I was like, "Ah, oh, okay." So 
So right. one of them equals blue and one of, one them, of them equals, equals red. Blue. And I genuinely don't think it goes deeper than oh. that. No, I don't think so either. I think somebody woke up and was like, what if we did a show about colours? It's and just we so got it's Lilo in. Mm, mm. Lilo. Lilo. Maybe Lilo. I don't know. Lilo, Mother Lilo. I don't know. Lilo, Lilo. It's just so interesting because I think you can do such really like really strong colour associations with character. Like it's a huge mm. thing in costume design. Um yeah. as I always love to talk about uh little women, Greta Gerwig. <laughs> Their costume design, I really love. A lot of people don't like it because they're like, it's not historically accurate. And to that I say, I don't care. Um, The colour design is amazing. Go fuck yourself. yourself. But it's like they associate different characters with different colours, but it's not Mm. like crazy. So it's like I think um, like Meg is pink and that's a really good one and Amy is blue. Yeah. But it's just like desaturated. It's kind of in all of their clothing as they grow up. It's like a nice little visual thread. Mm-hmm, you go mm-hmm. oh okay and if you're having trouble keeping up as we know so many of the male critics who watched that film film did you can color code the characters <laughs> and i it's like they're kind of <laughs> doing the same thing in this movie <laughs> but but like <laughs> hectic like on acid styles <laughs> just turned up to like <laughs> like when you're editing a photo and you like what the saturation and you just oh my go God, yeah. boost i want that a hundred percent yeah, when you're like, I just want it to be a light, a little, a little hint of purple, and then you like, you drop the bottle, and you're like, well, what? fuck. Yeah, when you're adding, you when you're adding food dye to anything, yeah, and you're like, oh, just like a little, just a little hill. That's half the bottle. Like, oh, well, now we've got to commit to it, I suppose. So, and they did commit. There we go. They, they, they truly did commit. Um, and I, kudos to them. I think that, like, a thing that I did enjoy about this movie was the level of commitment to yeah, the bit. Yeah, I agree. I, it was, you like, know? it was not my personal cup of tea, but, mm. oh, boy, did they make some bold choices and stand by them. Absolutely. And I I really respect that because if we're going, if we're going to go down that, that rabbit hole of maybe potentially suggesting that it was written by a year nine drama student... <laughs> Then absolutely mm. kudos to you. We support you. You've gotta you've gotta express yourself in whatever way you can. And mm. year nine <laughs> drama student, you really did. You did. Especially with Lindsay's uh Lindsay's poem. It wasn't really a poem, was it? Katie, I'm kind of obsessed with the idea that um, this, <laughs> like, let's yes, let's keep running with the idea that it was it was written by a United Drama group. Yep, that feels right. Maybe maybe an individual, but I think it was a group effort. I, I think love it was that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it was oh, one yeah. of the projects you've got to do for the second half of the year, and it's like the big project for the end. Yeah, end of the year. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because, in a sense, like you really saw it in the dialogue. Um, the dialogue <laughs> exacerbated that for me. Absolutely. And I think one of my favorite, like many favorite lines. And again, I will remind you, this is why I'm not too sure whether I actually loved it or not, because mm. I don't know why they're my favorite lines yeah. just yet. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about them. So <laughs> when uh, they're just... Aubrey's still missing. Yes. And the parents are, are looking for um, looking for her. I actually can't remember if um, Dakota is back home yet. <laughs> um, but I think one of the parents, I think it might be the mother, she says, you don't think to take a picture of your daughter every time she leaves the house. They never don't come back. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> for a very long time, I think I missed 10 minutes of the movie after that because I just kept repeating that line of going, you never think to take a picture of your daughter every time she leaves the house in case she dies. You never do. Do you? You never do. Oh, my God. It was the officer. She was talking to the police officer. Yes. It was like, what was she wearing? And she was like, the answer was to say, oh, I didn't take a picture of her. Was it picture so I don't remember. picture? I thought it was a picture. Oh, I think it was mental picture. Like, in case you could identify her. What? 
But I prefer your version because the I idea of my version a too. mother literally like, oh, just before you leave. Oh, before you shut that door, sweetie. <laughs> Samantha, you could die. So Samantha, I need to take a picture. We need to identify your body. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine the fucking trauma you would put your child through if you're like, hey, in case you go missing, I need I to. I need to have an updated photo of you. Yeah. How's this definitely an app that does that, right? Like there is, no, there has to be like a parental (gasps) app where like you just take a picture of what your kid was wearing before they leave the house. Yeah. Like 100% that exists. What what would that app be called is like, kid might be dead? (laughs) Kid might die? (laughs) Yeah. That's so dumb. Um. It's, yeah, it's maybe dead and it's like got beautiful minimalist design. It's like maybe lots dead. Of white space. <laughs> and there's no room, like there's no room in the in the edit of those photos for saturation because <laughs> they're like, please no. Please. Uh, oh my god. Oh, that's fucking that's that would be not funny. Mm. Very interesting. And I can see it happening. I can or, totally see it happening. And I um, hate that for us as a society. That's like really hectic helicopter parenting. That is. Um, it's like, it's yeah, it's helicopter parenting in the sense that like the blades have come too close. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of um, blades, which has made me think of gore, I don't want to stay on it for too long, but I think we need to address the uh, awful hand stuff in the room i was trying to go for something funny it's not funny it is my god in my opinion the worst part of the movie and i love i love horror movies i uh, don't struggle with gore saw is one of my favorite series like that's not an issue for me but just like the level of not pulling away of all of this graphic hand torture like legit why cut her little fingies it just you and can do even it so slow. You can even show. I, I just think I don't know some kind of something went wrong in the edit, in the direction, in all of it because it was like I was uncomfortable, but I wasn't mm. uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm like any of the feelings. I think it's just like I'm uncomfortable because you've got a thing about hands, and this is actually too much. And you want to cut off little fingies. Yeah, like I kind of feel like someone has something about hands because it was always the hands, even though she also um, lost her leg and there were other elements as well. It was just so much close-ups of hands being mutilated. Yeah, it was really strange. I think it took a turn there because it it felt like it became somebody's personal journey. Yeah. Um, And I, I don't know. I don't know what what happened to them Mm. but not cool when you see dry ice being lifted off no no some digits no 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 i think it was disgusting yes i think it was made worse by the fact that i think they hadn't given Lindsay lohan any further direction than just like say no a lot and Mm. wince in pain yeah and it there were like that's just a lot to sit in with yeah, like and not a lot of variation and it's just no. extended. Ollie literally was like, I can't watch this um, and started looking <gasps> at TikToks on his phone during every scene that had like a hand in it. No, don't blame him. Hooroo, Ollie. I was convulsing on the couch with my um, with my housemates. We mm. it it I'm not a huge fan of gore mm. um, or horror movies, yet I still put myself through them. And I don't I, – I, again, I haven't figured out why. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe testing the boundaries, but I definitely came to the conclusion that seeing somebody's fingers get chopped off, mm. not not quickly, v- very slowly. Very slowly. Uh, doesn't do it for me, and I, I, I uh, come up in hives, and I start. It's just ugh, like I'm already thinking yeah, about it now, yeah. and it's just. I almost so sent, I almost texted you a oh my god morning. <laughs> Uh, there's some bad bits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's some bad bits. There's well, I read. I was like, "There's gore," and I was like, "Because uh, I think I I read one 
quote um not one quote one um, review of it just before <laughs> and they there was like mindless gore was mentioned yeah. and i was like okay okay so it's gonna okay. be a bit yucky but like i i also agree in terms of they they paired this long in enduring fucking scenes of body parts being chopped up and torture mm. With Lindsay Lohan just saying no. Yeah. Ow. No. Ow. And it's like not believable because I tell you what, I yesterday I burnt my hand <laughs> on a steamer <laughs> and it hurt a lot. And I was I was not just saying no, ow. I was going, oh fuck it ow. <laughs> and I was like dipping my finger in water and I was oh. like, oh Jesus my god i was swearing and i was saying a lot more profanities and i just feel like Lindsay wasn't really i don't know i don't think she was really believing that she was getting her fingers chopped off i think what we need is we need a director's cut that has you replacing Lindsay's audio in Mm. all of the torture scenes yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think you can really capture, as someone who has uh, steamed themselves and electrocuted themselves. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I electrocuted myself. <laughs> oh my God, Katie, I've hurt myself so much. Are you I trying keep... to cook yourself? Like, what is the end goal here? Yeah, I think I'm just giving it a go. Like, mm. 2021, even though I electrocuted myself last year, I've just decided 2021 is the is the year for giving it a go. And I'll keep it as vague as that. All right, I fear for your safety, but let's move on. Um, I have Thank a, you very much. <laughs> I have a question for you. I want your take. Um, so as we're discussing, the film is very bold. It makes a lot of bold decisions mm-hmm. in its structure, in its mm-hmm. storytelling. And I wanted your thoughts on um, the decision to have absolutely no exposition. Loved it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish your sentence? I did. Um, oh, yeah, great, cool. So mm. my answer's the same. Loved it, loved it. Okay, so just to go a little bit deeper, uh, the film... Do we need to? ...doesn't establish characters at all uh, at any point in the film. Um, excuse me. Sorry. It does. Okay, please, walk me through because it. Because Dakota Fanning in it... <laughs> What's her name? Fleming. Dakota... Dakota Fanning. No, it's uh, Aubrey Fleming and Dakota Moss. <laughs> so Dakota Fleming. Um, <laughs> there is one bit where she just is is talking to herself in the mirror, hmm. trying to be Aubrey, and she says, my name is Aubrey Fleming. I like sunsets and long walks on the beach. <laughs> so I don't know if that's if yeah. that's character description and that is – that is like really sinking into who the character is. Okay, if memory serves, that does happen probably at least an hour <laughs> into the film. But it happens. Okay. You, I'll give him that. It happens. Um, I also, I personally uh, can appreciate the choice to as try and establish Aubrey and just not establish anything about her other than she writes and wears blue. Because it's like we're kind of introduced to her friends and her boyfriend and her life, but I know nothing about this person. I literally, I wrote, <laughs> how are we only 25 minutes in? We know nothing about her. Like, what is happening? What's the plot? Do I care about this person? Um, And I don't. I don't care for Aubrey. But that's okay because I care a lot about Dakota. The thing is, one of, one of my final notes here was... Um... <laughs> It's okay. I don't. Okay. One of one of my final final notes was I don't get it. It's okay though. I'll just get Katie to explain it to me <laughs> because. <laughs> so that's why I felt very safe in watching the movie because there was so much I didn't get, and I was like, "Oh, Katie will have an answer. She'll be good." And the fact that you're asking me to have answers, it's making me very stressed. But look. Okay, they were a bit blasé on Aubrey. I'll mm. admit that. Mm. I didn't know that that boy, Justin, I'm going to call him, was her boyfriend um, in biology class. Yeah. Um, it wasn't I, acting I did, like a boyfriend. Like didn't it wasn't know acting that like a relationship. It wasn't because he, like, the strangest thing, wearing blue gloves, went to put, like, <laughs> was in biology <laughs> class and puts... 
Ed starts moving his hand up her thigh and she's like, Mm-mm. no, no. And then he's like, what's it going to take for you to be like with me? And I, I was like, well, maybe Justin be a bit less rapey in maybe biology not, class. Maybe not it being in biology class. <laughs> maybe just like take a fucking chill pill. Oh my Everybody God. can literally see you. But she was also, Aubrey was so chill with that. And was just like, hey, don't do that. We don't do that. And I I was still so confused because I was like, are you together or is this like just your biology partner? I know. Your I- biology partner who's trying to touch you. Like, and how often does this happen for you to be like, hey, stop it. And then, and then she's walking down the street with her friends who I don't believe have ever <laughs> spoken to each other at all. Oh and like walking down the street and is like, oh, I mean, he's real sweet. And I'm like, hey, is he? And then yes, B, she's like, oh, there he is. And she's been, like, shit-talking him for five minutes. And then she runs yeah. off after him into the crowd. I just, I don't understand Aubrey's characterization at all. Mm. I don't think she has um, a character. Maybe. Mm. Maybe that's, like, something to say about Lindsay, though. Because maybe. Are you about to badmouth Lilo? No, no, yes. <laughs> I just think maybe. Because did she give, you know how like in Parent Trap you have a favourite twin? Yes. I think similar thing happened to Aubrey and Dakota, but like for Lindsay. So Lindsay was like, eh, Aubrey. <laughs> as the actress was like. As the actress. As I the actual actress. She's like, I'm just not going to work as hard on Aubrey <laughs> if that's okay with you guys. I think that's the only explanation I can come up with. I like that. Because there was, yeah, very little character development for Aubrey. <laughs> unless you count the fact that she was found in old-timey clothes at the end of the movie, which is my favourite fucking thing. Why was she not in blue in that moment? If that's the symbolism, is like the blue and the red. Why in this, like, third act is suddenly the serial killer is all is blue-coded? So and Aubrey is in white. It's like, what? No, guys, we had a consistent theme here and we've just thrown it out. Yeah, because fuck don't... it. Year nines are like really <laughs> going through a stressful time. <laughs> fuck it. You're right. I'm sorry. I should, I should, um, I should go a little bit easy on them. Uh, I have another fun fact for you. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit of a personal one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay Lohan has a freckle on her lip. Get out. And so do I. So. Oh my. I don't know what that means for us, but. What does that mean for us? Maybe I am the purple twin. (laughs) Are you the purple twin? Maybe. Maybe. Oh my God. I just, I don't, I've never seen anyone else that has a freckle literally on their lip and I used to feel really weird about it. And then I found out Mm. Lindsay Lohan has one and I was like, well. Yeah. I mean, of the billions of people who are living on this it's planet, only Katie. the two of us. <laughs> it's uh, like it's bound to be only the it's two of us. It's literally only the two of us. So. You, have, you. I just wonder if it, you said I've mm. never seen. I'm not. Else. I've not noticed. Yeah. How many people do you know? Like, not like that how many. many people do you know? Eleven? Did yes. you just say eleven? <laughs> no, but not that many. So, so the statistics seven. are quite high. So you know seven. <laughs> I just and feel bad. None of them have have a freckle. I just feel <laughs> bad for Lindsay because if it is just the two of us, I'm not famous, so yeah. she doesn't know I'm out here. That's she sad. doesn't know that she's she's got someone else get, who's got a lip freckle. We gotta get Lindsay on the line. <laughs> Lilo, call us. We love you. Lilo, Lilo, call us. We love you. We also preferred Dakota in the we Dakota Aubrey divide. Yeah. Mm. I mean, was it really a divide, though? Because it seemed like four-fifths Dakota and maybe four-fifths Dakota and then, like, a little bit of Aubrey and then the rest was, like, Scorpion Nipple Boy. Oh, my God. I just don't understand that. I didn't get that. I I find men attractive and I did not understand that at all. It was very funny. It was was funny. Is that what it's meant to be? He had a branch... Near his willy. Well, oh, acting yeah. as his willy. That's the that's I how think. you know it was year nine and not year ten. I got, yeah, well, I, yeah, because year tens, <laughs> year tens just show their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> but year nine's like, no, I'm too shy. Oh, no, <laughs> not yet. I think that's why, yeah, it was definitely um, 
There was so much more character put into him and character development put into him <laughs> than Aubrey because they were like, okay. <laughs> What's like a dangerous animal? <laughs> oh my God, scorpions? Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. What's uh, a dangerous part of the body on a man we can show in a movie? Oh my God. Um, the dick. No. <gasps> no, Jessica. Oh my God, Jessica. Yuck. Just because you're in year 10. Yuck. Does not mean that we're doing this. Go home, Jessica. <laughs> Guys, what about the nipple? <laughs> oh my god, my third nipple! Oh my god, you've got it! <laughs> Scorpion nipple boy! Scorpion nipple boy! My favourite. Oh, um, I've got another question for you, as I always do. I love your questions because I love answering them. <laughs> you look like you love answering them. You sound <laughs> like you love answering them. Um, how do we feel uh, about the fact that no one at any point entertained the idea that Dakota could be telling the truth? Um, so again, for those of you, the few of you who haven't seen the movie, oh my God. Uh, they find uh, what everyone thinks is Aubrey off the side of the road, um, bring her back into the facility, show her the like Aubrey's parents and all this stuff, and Dakota's like, ah, my name's Dakota, I'm an exotic dancer, here's my entire life story, I don't know who any of you people are, let me go home, please. Yeah. And literally no one ever entertains the fact that that could possibly be correct. It's- like, they don't try, they don't go to her place of work, they don't go... And, like, investigate anything. They just spend the whole time going, well, she's clearly delusional and she has got such a big imagination. And I just spend the whole time being like, no one, no one is going to just just double check. Like, at all. Like, she said where she works. She said who her co-workers are. She has details, very specific details of her life. Yeah. The fact that she can't explain how she lost a finger... <laughs> And a, an arm and a leg. I mean, minor details. But she <laughs> is not Aubrey. And everyone was so mad at her. Everybody was, oh my God. The, the, the PI, like the, the investigators were just like kind of treating her like she was being a little brat. And I didn't get them like, even if like she is delusional after being through this awful experience, what the hell is this like? I mean, to be fair, to it's surprising because she is a like upper middle class white character that the police and everyone are treating her this way. That's why it's shocking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's like, why? Why are we yelling at this victim here? Why are we doing this? Why is it happening when this person has just gone through a traumatic event, regardless of what actually happened? I know. Has woken up in hospital. Missing With limbs. Missing limbs. Like that they can't explain. I know. Why? You're are keeping you... us st- stuff from us. We don't think you're in league with the criminal, but we're going to yell at you anyway. But you're a little liar. You're a little you're liar. A little, you're a little lying bitch. Oh, I said it. And oh. like the psychiatrist or the psychologist was oh sort of God. like, she's like kind of escaping into herself to protect herself. Like, um,. Um, kind of like United States of Tara when yeah, it's like... Yeah, yeah, like a dissociative yeah. like identity and, thing, yeah. And then, and then like, the, the psychologist is like, but I don't know why. And it's like, oh, uh, maybe because she lost her leg. I love her arm. Yeah, I also love the idea that, like, when they find the DNA and it's an exact match and she's arguing, like, I think I might be her identical twin, that they're like, the DNA is an exact match and so that means that she's lying not, yeah, oh, but if she was an identical twin, that would match up anyway. So maybe we should look literally slightly further into this. Oh, my God. It's so I funny. was so, it was, I just, be- believe women, guys. Believe women, believe Lilo. Believe Lilo. Believe Dakota. Um, She has all the answers, you know? Like yeah. she. And she, what happened was, like, there was a moment, brief moment, where I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yes. Brief? Dakota. Kadoda. 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 Answered it for me because out of nowhere she confronts the father and says, You oh my stole my sister. 
Where did you get that from, Aubrey? What the, like, how? How? Well, it's because they had an exposition-free first 40 minutes of the film. And so they got to yeah. the last act and they went, oh, shit. Oh fuck. oh, fuck. And so she's like, hey, here's a detailed account of what I think happened. And this is exactly what happened. And all right, let's move on. Great. Awesome. Oh, you my stole my sister from my from my mother. Great. They thought they thought too much. Also, they were why putting too much help? time. Why do you not mean, does he not love his daughter? No, he doesn't. <laughs> I asked him. He's like, fuck her, honestly. <laughs> Annoying. And he's like, oh, I um, can't, I can't say anything. It's like, mate, your just, daughter's out there. Like, what do you? should probably say something. Um, should probably say something. Do you, I think sorry, they go. spent, I, I think they spent a little too much time on Scorpion Nipple Boy I and creating that character. Mm. And then they're like, fuck. We've got like literally two days to finish mm. this show. But the one kid in the group that created Scorpion Nipple Boy, everyone's like, mm. I just don't think it's working. Like maybe we need to cut it. And that kid's like, this is the only thing I've done in this. This is the only thing that you guys <laughs> let me put in the show. And if you take it out, then I have done nothing. And I just, it would just mean a lot to me if we can keep Scorpion Nipple Boy in. It's the only thing you guys let me keep. Please. It's let the me only keep Scorpion thing. Nipple Boy. <laughs> Please, my mom's gonna come and see it, and I want her to know. I want her to know that Scorpion Nipple Boy is mine. He's all mine. <laughs> but like, sorry, I, that's like, okay, who rules Scorpion Nipple Boy? Dad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Katie. I don't know either. So he goes to help her confront the piano teacher yes who is the the killer in one of the like he's in one scene at the start and then one scene at the so end funny. that's fine so funny that's fine that's fine because um, it's a whodunit it, with no clues it's a whodunit we done it no whodunit no literally whodunit like help who, us finish though? the story <laughs> like who <laughs> who what? um and then i just had like one little question yes why was he found in a pool of blood at the end looking ever so healthy mm. he looked like he was <laughs> full, like he was rosy cheeked mm. and i wonder was that his blood or was he pretending to die so he didn't have to like face the consequences I of can, stealing a baby i can only <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Uh, I'd also like to offer um, that that scene did have dialogue in it, like he was injured or whatever, um, and the actor realised what this movie was. Yeah, right. Uh, and refused, <laughs> and so they just were like, "Well, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? Are you, you're not gonna say any of your lines?" It's like I'm just gonna lie here. It's like I'm just gonna. That's like, fulfilling guys, my contract. Like I'm gonna. I don't know what you want from me. And then they had to be like, "And he's, he's dead." Like, but you, you actually helped save her. No, no, I die. No, I die. I die. I die, I die. I die here. <laughs> Look, oh, it's like all of his script is is ripped apart, mm. and it's just on the end. You die. See, look, I die. <laughs> I'm interested if you had a similar experience to me, which was spending the first at least half of the movie being like all right what's going on there's two of them they're like twins separated they maybe she it does have dissociative identity disorder thing going on but that's ever portrayed accurately in the media but whatever maybe there's something going on here mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and then they just throw some supernatural bullshit in your face and you're like oh okay <laughs> ah i was not engaging with this film on that level but <laughs> I mean, to say, to use the word engaging Mm. with this film on any (laughs) level, to be honest, I, I wasn't ready for for anything. No. I wasn't ready. I was just ready for two Lindsay Lowens. And I think most of the time, as I said, Mm. I got confused with Chappelle Corby, (laughs) Lindsay Lowen. And then the other part of my brain was like, but when do we get to do the twin thing? Like, mm. when do they figure out they're twins and they come up with an exciting handshake? They didn't. They just got their they just arms got amputated. And <laughs> mutilated. They got mutilated. But hey, um, sometimes, Katie, you just get cut. Sometimes people get cut. Mm. Mm. You know? That's life. Um. That's, that's life. And apparently that's what... <laughs> It makes sense to Aubrey. <laughs> that man on the bus who's like, 
sometimes people just get cut. It's like, yeah, cool. Um, I loved that that particular moment. Like that line, whoever wrote that line was really fucking proud of it. Because not only is it just like guy on the bus, like kind of being nice, you know, people get cut. That's why. People get cut. It like happens seven more times in the next two minutes. And then the flashback sequence ends and she leans over to her not boyfriend and is like, people get cut. That's life. And he's like, I forgot that he asked a question. Yeah. I was like, oh, hang on. We're still here. Okay. (laughs) Alrighty. It doesn't make sense. Like. If I came home two days later missing a limb Mm. and you said, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And I said, sometimes people just get cut. That's life. That's life. And then I go to my room and have a nap. (laughs) What what goes through your mind? Uh, Well, I'm on the phone to all of the emergency (laughs) services. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm thinking. A lot in that yeah, moment. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, also, briefly, let's talk about what she was doing before that scene, which was uh, having sex with uh, Jared, who is awful. I think we can agree. Oh, I called him Justin. But oh, like, yeah, yeah it might be just. I've no like just. J- I like Jared. Boy. Let's call him Jared. Let's call him Jared. Um, which was just like shitty anyway, and it's like this woman is saying, "I'm not your girlfriend, but let's have sex anyway," and he's like. <laughs> But I think you're my girlfriend, so... I know. Sure, let's have super loud sex while the mum's downstairs and then the mum doesn't leave. And she just cleans. She just cleans. She listens to the whole thing. (laughs) She doesn't leave. Why didn't she leave? Why didn't you leave? Kayla, why didn't she leave? Jenny, why didn't you leave? Is that her name? (laughs) No, but it is now. It is now. Jenny, why did you... Continue to a use a sponge. I know, as a scourer. Oh, like oh. wrong, mm-mm, mm-mm. idiot. How dare? Why and why did you? What what what's going on there? Like, yeah. Why did you a think that it was okay to knowing what was she she knew what was going to happen and mm-hmm. knew what was going on? Why did she allow that boy? Oh my god, beg my pardon. I'm boring myself. <laughs> Why did she allow that boy to go upstairs with somebody who was they they believed was having episodes, right? disassociative episodes? Right. Why, like, and not knowing who was actually uh, the criminal who was hurting her? Yeah. Why did she just like be like, oh, she's a stubborn teenager? And then why'd you stay? Why did you stay and listen to the whole thing, Jenny? Go make a cup of tea. Go do something else. That's what I would do. Mm, Jenny, you gotta go. Um, Jenny, you just gotta go. You do. Uh, I have a, another random fun fact for you. Please. I'm just loving peppering it with some. Fun I facts. I love. I'm trying to pe- bring peppered with fun facts. Some joy into this. Trying to bring some fun and Joyless some facts. Film. Um. <laughs> so have you? Do you know the Conjuring series? Uh, I do know. I do know, but I don't. That's okay. So it's probably one of my favorite horror series ever. And they Mm -hmm. have a bunch of spin offs. None of them are as good as the Bane movies. And one of the spin offs is called The Nun. Are you at all aware of The Nun? I have seen uh, a, a video, YouTube video. I think it might have been the ad for it yeah. where it just like changes her face real quick. Yeah, she's real scary, right? Real scary. Uh, so the actress who plays the nun played her boss, like, and the boss's name was Fat Tina. <gasps> I That was legitimately my last note was Fat Tina? <laughs> Top billing. When the credits go, they go in order of um, appearance. And the first I person screamed. on screen was Fat Tina. I screamed, Fat Tina? <laughs> um, but yes, that, that actress plays the nun in the Conjuring series. So I had no idea who Fat Tina was. I didn't know it was the boss. I didn't. I was like, there was a... Like, who the, who fuck, the fuck is, is that? Fat Tina? Um, also, just one thing. I, I know I try to keep it positive. Uh, there is mm-hmm. one thing I know I absolutely hated in this movie, and it was the... All of it. No, it was, well, it was the hairless cat's, cat's balls. Cat's balls? <laughs> oh, my God! So unnecessary. The cat has balls. Yeah. Why? Why? Why did they think that was okay? I... I... <laughs> 
I didn't need to see it. I never said need to see cat's balls in general, but at least if they're like a fuzzy cat, there's like a novelty like, oh, little fuzzy balls. Little little doorbells, little dingle jingles. Why did we have to see? I don't think I've ever seen animals, like a cat's, actually, like I'll take that back. I've seen an animal's balls in a movie, mm. but usually it's a dog's. Mm, yeah. Never have I ever, ever, ever in my goddamn life seen a cat's balls. Oh, you have now. And how do you feel about that? I feel kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we find our diamond? Uh, let's try find it through all the shit that um, this was. Again, you loved this movie. I loved it. Let's be, let's no, but like really, let's take off our human masks and become the ferrets we were always meant to be. <laughs> and Burrow let's down. Ferret in here. Let's ferret in there. Um, I had a lot of. Uh, little diamonds. That's okay. And then one, and then one big diamond. Okay, excellent. Okay, so I love that it reminded me of um a Year Nine play. Yes. And there was a particular moment that it also it made me think of this SNL sketch sketch where mm-hmm. they're doing a drama play <laughs> because I think it's when Aubrey is having a dream and the <laughs> dude from the bus is there and he's and he's like half of half. Is half of half. Love, hate, sad, happy, shit, we. Like just everything. He didn't say shit where he was just like, mm-hmm. you know, like up, down. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people get cut. And I just, that kind of monologue truly brings me back to my year nine days. Oh my like God. year eight, year nine, where I <laughs> wrote a song called Bitter. <laughs> and it was like, the sun rose gently in the morning sky today. <laughs> like it, that's how we had to sing it. It was just oh the funniest God. thing. And I I was relatively happy during that time, so I don't know why I wrote a song bitter. I just thought it was the thing to do because of a lot of a lot of my friends were like being sent to the year nine coordinator to oh be like, God. have a chat with the year nine coordinator. <laughs> oh, you're upset? Have a chat with the year nine coordinator. Oh, you're crying? Have, you know, year nine coordinator. <laughs> oh, you want to ask me a question about how my day was? Year nine year coordinator. Year nine coordinator. Like every, Come on, God, every time. Like, and I was like, oh, I should have, I should have problems. I should go to the year nine coordinator. Um, how are you feeling, Caleb? Bitter? Bitter. You should write a song. I, write uh, a song. when I was doing music in yeah. uh, school as well, I didn't have a lot of life experience to draw on. Um, and so instead of making Sorry, it up, can I just say, I wasn't doing music in school. Oh, I love this that was, for you. This was out. Even better. I, <laughs> we were learning, I was learning how to play guitar at the time and yeah. writing my first song. We were learning like songwriting conventions. It was all very exciting. Yeah. And people were like writing songs about people they had crushes on. The very oh, first song I ever wrote. Mm. Is about zombies. Oh my god, yes. It's a hypothetical, like, what if I, what if we were running in the zombie apocalypse? Because zombies were huge when we were in high school. Like, mm, zombie movies were everywhere. Yeah. yeah and yeah, so yeah. I just. Zombies. Yeah. Literally, it's just like. It, it was it was written almost like a breakup song, but it was all about zombies. And if you knew the secret, it made it so much less cool. Oh my god! Because um, oh it was god, like, Katie. stop staring, stop grasping at me. I'm a better <gasps> runner than you'll ever be. Because ah! zombies can't run, Kayla. <laughs> oh my god, zombies can't run. Um, I mean the zombies back in the uh, like. Oh, okay. 20, yeah. Some some zombies 20, can run. You know, but... like. 2009 yeah, zombies couldn't run, but fuck me. Have you seen oh, yeah. like. It even had lyrics, sorry, quit your moaning to me, you're dead. Are you reading these lyrics right now? Oh, baby, you... I know the whole song off my heart still. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've just got that one line from my song Bitter in my head. Oh, my God. Do you remember the melody? Yeah, I think it was that. The sun rose morning in the morning sky today. Any other diamonds? Any other diamonds? <laughs> I, okay, so I'm going to say they uh, Ask Jeeves made an appearance. <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> love that. Love, love, love. Love, love, Ask Jeeves. 
love how easy a Google search is. Very much reminded me of Twilight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, like, find another page. Oh, God, I love that Vampire, blood. It was fucking great. Um, my favorite, my favorite diamond yeah. was, I love when they put the title of the movie. Oh, yes! In the movie! I know who killed me. I screamed. But I, but the, the best. best part about that is, if you could you deliver the line again? I know who killed me. Dakota, you're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> or like Dakota, you're still alive. Like Dakota, <laughs> you you're actually still here. It was immediately oh like God. he literally said that. It's so <laughs> good. This was a, this was a comedy, right? Like it yes. was meant to be a, a spoof. Definitely. Oh, my God, it's so fucking funny. What about you? What are your diamonds? Okay, I've got one big shining diamond. Great, great. And it is um, the Mysteries of the Mind TV show. The Mysteries of the Mind TV show. Yeah, when she's, like, looking or doing all this research and then suddenly, like, they inset it from the proper film frame so you know it's, like, a special thing and they give you the first, like, five minutes of a really <gasps> dumb, it's kind of Twilight Zone esque in its intro, but it's like yeah. mm-hmm. these two twins are connected and one of them died, but how did the other one have the exact Gosh. same wound in the same location? Um, oh my god. And I just wanted my to favorite. watch that show. So dumb. Oh my god, I love this! I love the movie. I've decided I love it. I think I think that's fair. I don't know if I quite like I love it, but I think it's so the movie that you would like go to a 3 a.m. screening with your mates and just have the absolute best time. Yes, absolutely. I think that's exactly what happened. Like I was highly entertained throughout yes. the whole show. And I it was because I was in the mood for it. Like I was yeah. in the mood and ready to um, have a laugh, have a scream and just be utterly confused. You yeah. know what I mean? I knew I had a day off. The day after, so yeah, time to recover. I just, like I time to recover <laughs> and not have to talk to anybody. <laughs> um, oh my god, that is an absolute treat. I'm glad we're back. We're back in business, we are Katie. Looney Tunes back in action. Wop, wop, wop. Ooh, do you want to give me? I don't a... know what sound that was. Do you want to give me a clue for next week? Oh shit. <laughs> I forgot that was a part of our thing. <laughs> What's the show? Who, how do we do it? Who knows? We're figuring it out. Wait, wait. I'm going to... Jordan! <laughs> I'm going to get Jordan <laughs> to choose a terrible movie for us. Wait two seconds. Because I completely forgot. Jordan! Jordan. Hi, welcome. I forgot to do... Can you speak into the... I forgot to Hello. do... Hi, Jordan. Hi. Hello. Thanks for joining um, us. Thank you for joining us. Can you please... Uh, give a clue for a terrible movie that we're going to watch next week. Do you know one off the top of your head? Yeah. Oh my god. No I'm pressure. Uh, <laughs> I just forgot. <laughs> um, I can edit it. If you talk into there, it's a bit better. Oh, okay, cool. Um, um, it's a sequel. <laughs> I love a sequel. Okay, we love a sequel. <laughs> it's a sequel. And the girls are mean. And the girls are mean. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's uncanny. I, I know what it is. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> are, we, are we Mean Girls 2? We're that... watching Mean Girls 2. <laughs> Perfection. Oh, my God. So me- the first Mean Girls is the only movie I've ever seen five times in one weekend. I don't know why. I just, like, got my hands on it, watched it, loved it, showed my sister, had a- went to a friend's house, watched it. Like, it was just, like, oh my God. I overdosed on the original Mean Girls. But I have not seen or even really heard of the sequel, so. I don't think I have either. I am here for it. I'm terrified um, and I'm excited. What a surprise for us both. So that's what we're in for next week. <laughs> Thank next you, week, Jordan. I can't believe I forgot to do a clue. I've forgotten how to do everything. Um, <laughs> how about, do you want to have a go at the outro? Give that a yeah, go. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a go. You can hold hold my hand okay. through the screen. All right, we're walking through it now. Um, okay, so clues for next week. Tick. 
done it. Done. Socials. Okay. Uh, you can follow <laughs> us on Instagram at actually I loved it. Um, or on Twitter at AileyPod. And you can send us an email at actuallyiloveditit at gmail.com. We'd love to hear thoughts. Um, would really love to hear your thoughts about this latest movie. Oh, uh, yeah. And if you could explain you it. Explain it. That would Actually, be great. not thoughts, an explanation. Um, yeah. Just a huge thank you to Imogen Siegler uh, for doing our intro, outro music. I saw Imogen recently and it was so sweet it was a beautiful reunion and i was just gushing over how fucking brilliant she is um you can find her on spotify and bandcamp hey well done do it um thank you so much how did i go you did like very good i would say like it's a solid eight out of ten because there's always room for improvement but i think we ticked everything off and we're good to go i can never please you katie not never do better. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Hooray. Do you know what I want? What do you I want? want some questions answered and I want to get Lilo. <laughs> I want to get Lilo in here. I want to get Lilo in here. Lilo. So she can know about my lip freckles. <laughs> yeah, that's it, actually. That's Sorry. The only I that's the only <laughs> that's it for me hi Lilo thank you so much for coming in today um did you know that you and Katie have a freckle all right bye, bye. <laughs>